to everyone out there. This is another Dadnamic podcast. Um, I am joined here by everyone. Say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. That is uh, Paul, Nathan, and Luke. Things are a little bit different today. You have to check your paperwork to see who was on that conversation. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I double checks. That is Paul, Nathan, and Luke. Other names I've got written down here. You've, um, got it all written, you've got it all written down <laughs> and precisely planned, but when we come up with it on the fly, we're able to remember each other's names. It needs it right, written down. Like, nope, I need to know the names. Right, okay, check. That bit is done. Right, so things are a little bit different. I've taken over this uh, this week, and I just want to let down, like, lay down a few house rules, if that is okay. Yes? I don't do well okay. with rules. No, no, house rules, and that's going to be the same rules I give my children, right? So daddy's in charge now. There's no oh, fighting, on. no arguing. Do not come to me unless it's major and someone's bleeding, right? And which one of you is the oldest? Um, oh, crap, that's windy, ain't it? Somehow, somehow, unbelievably, I'm older than Nathan. Oh, okay, so Paul, you're the oldest. Yes. Right? If anything happens to the other two, I'm blaming you. Other than that, don't tell your mum. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> can, I, can I flag? Can I flag quickly? Sorry. I can barely hear you because there's some kind of noise in the background of one of your things. I don't know who it is, but there's some kind of noise going on. I can't work out who or what it is. Okay, so, right, I'm going to start talking now. Is it me? Yeah, it looks like it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Who, who I can hear something as some well. Kind of noise. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. No, me, I'm in silence. Oh, my. For me. I don't know. Okay. Could be. Well, I'm in silence now as well. It's probably Nathan. Sorry, man. <laughs> Everyone shut up. Is the TV on? <laughs> <laughs> Stop spending time with your family. We're important. <laughs> no, you're not. not right now. All right, Jesus, I'm just like my mum. I apologise, Nathan. I don't mean to be like that. It's just only because I, I couldn't really hear it, and I was a bit like. He just wanted to have a look at Gabby, didn't he? That's all you wanted to think. Because I'm <laughs> moved, so I can have a look at Gabby in the background. Uh, just want it to be nosy, really. Just want to see more of your house. Let's get on toilet and do it. Oh, this is all stable. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> right, keep this in, keep this in. This is gold. This is got write that down as well. Right, <laughs> How is everyone? How was everyone's week today? This week? Everyone's today, this week, this week, this today. Everyone today and this week. Yeah, yep. this week. How was everyone's week today? Today, look back at your week. Tell me how it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had a good week. Um... <laughs> I've had a good week. Falls down. Um, <laughs> I've had. A, I'd like to point out that after our last little meeting, when you all berated me for being late for work, I haven't been late this week. Well, no, I was going to say, I was quite impressed that when I logged on, you were here first. I know, thank you. So, I do try. Yeah, Luke came early. 
as per usual. <laughs> <sighs> when you say you got there to work, uh, you got to work early. I believe we got a text during the week that stated you was only two minutes late. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got to the car park on time, and then the walk in made you two minutes late. <laughs> well, I mean, that's so early for me. Yeah, yeah, made you two minutes late. Right, I know it annoys him. I know it annoys him. <laughs> no, because it really winds me up because I'm sitting there. Like, even like earlier, I was going to work earlier this week and I was about, I was running late, but I was still early. You know, when you run late, but you're still early. Yeah. You're behind time. No, I don't right, know. So I, I was sitting there thinking, oh, you know what? I'm going to be late. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to be late. I called him up being like, oh, mate, I might be a little bit late. And, um, then when I got there, I was like 10 minutes early. But the whole fear, and that 10 minutes, 10 minutes wasn't enough. I still felt like I was late. I was like, oh my God, I've only got 10 minutes to do what I would normally do before work. And it gives me anxiety just thinking about you living your exactly. life. The way you live your life. No, no. You've given yourself anxiety because you were 10 minutes early, but you still had the anxiety of being in late. For me, I don't ever get that. I turn up. I go to work. I do what I need to do. I come home. I'm dense. I used you to be a cool kid. Like you. You're the biggest ball of anxiety there. We're going, oh my God, I'm going to be late. You're 10 minutes early. You should be commended for that. No, no, because to me, that 10 minutes early was late. <laughs> Again, this is sounding more like a you problem. I don't like people using my words and my sayings against me. Um, so if you can then use original insults towards me, that'd be great. And uh, also, speaking of insults, still a little bit fragile on the beard, right? So I'm just putting it out there. Don't mention it because I will run away and you won't hear from me again for a couple of weeks. I thought I was going to work. Because I'm feeling feeling nervous and it's just, it's, I feel like I lost a bit of my spark. My charisma's gone as soon as I shaved off. Oh, you've had a shave, have you, Karen? I hadn't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> you know one of those ideas that you think is a good idea and then you do it and you realise it's the worst thing in the world and you have to go upstairs and cry in the bath for a little bit? It was, um, was one of those ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all had those sexual encounters before. <laughs> We're even halfway through, you're like, well, this is... <laughs> This is yeah, this is low even for me. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I've had to thumb this one in as it is. Oh man, like clogging a slot machine. <laughs> well we're starting a fight. Right. So we obviously this week I actually I um I asked some of our lovely, lovely listeners to send us in a few questions or talking points and we got we got given a few, some of which we can't use. Um, because they're mainly insulting Paul, um, <laughs> but yeah. some some of them some of them you can, and some of them that of my own little weird thoughts I had this week. I thought oh, I'd jot them down and ask you guys when we all get together and talk. All right, and they all have a little bit of a story. So first one I was thinking about, and it sort of relates to last week. Last week we were talking about end of lockdown, what we're going to do, what we're looking forward to, that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I my my answer was uh, was the pub. I was looking forward to going back having a drink. And then 
I thought, well, why is that my answer? Because I, I just remembered all the different embarrassing moments that happened to me in pubs in my life. Right? So mm-hmm. what I want so what I'm aiming to do is stopping these incidents happening going forward. So for instance, one of the ones was there was a time in my life that every time I went to a pub with a certain group of friends, they would pull my trousers down. Or like I would we'd just go through that stage, we'd get to a level of drunk and we'd try and pant each other. And that was the most anxiety-ridden moment of my life. Um, again, that word happened. that word's popped up again. It's almost like it's following you around. Okay, but you'd be cool just like having a drink and not knowing if one of your friends is going to be like, pow! <laughs> when you say one of your friends, <clears throat> why did I feel a, feel a tribute of guilt come? <laughs> <laughs> I believe you might have done this to me as well. There, there was, uh, it happened uh, for a number of times for about a year. <laughs> for years? <clears throat> for a year, where we'd all be doing it to each other, right? So, I, like, I don't you, remember doing this. Funny enough, I remember doing this to Nathan in the office. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even in a pub. Yeah. There was no alcohol involved. It was just in an office. Just hit the floor as well. I just went, donk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. But yeah, because like, what do you do when it happens? Like, what do you do? Because I started wearing jeans and I started wearing belts and making sure this wouldn't happen, but sometimes it still would. And my natural instinct was just to drop with the trousers, right? Rather than try and grab them because it's not going to happen, I just fall to the floor as well. Like, it's any ideas? Back, no one? This was back in the day when you used to weigh, like, you know, about as much as a sheet of paper. Yeah, so it was around that time. Yeah, now he weighs the phone. It's 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 come a long way from. So can I just ask: Is the question you're asking, how do I stop my trousers being pulled down? No, my question I'm asking is embarrassing moments from the past in like like in correlation to the pubs and how we can stop these happening going forward. Because I want like a clean slate. I want to be okay. able to be like right. Yeah, oh. last couple of years have happened. Clean slate now. I'm not going to have like for instance another one is. Oh, one new time, <laughs> I, I was out with my mate, and we was having a few drinks, and um, it was it was day drinking. We went to the football, you know, went to a couple of uh, pubs, and then we was it was hitting about seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, and we were all pretty messy. And I had two vodka and cokes, and I backed myself up on the chair to sit down, and as I did that, he pulled the chair from underneath me. So I collapsed right on the floor in front of the entire pub. The whole pub stopped. Right, it was one of those moments. I managed to save the drinks, but there's, there's no way to recover from that. You're done. That's it. Go home. It's over. Like, now it's, it's, it's those kind of moments I'm starting to think about now I'm, I'm knowing that the pubs are open again. I'll, I'll quite happily share one, that, the only one that I can think of, right? And if none of you were there, for this um but i went out with uh, a friend of a friend of mine uh, we actually went over it was the height of summer and um probably probably isn't the best thing to tell him but i'm going to be honest with you like so long ago like it was before i was with my partner and the boy and all that kind of stuff you know i think it was like 18 
and I used to work in this pub. Um, to, you know, more than half of us have been there. Sorry, Nathan, you missed out on this before. But um, I, um, I used to work in this pub, and I've been daytime drinking like Kieran had. He sat in my friend's garden in the height of summer, drinking pretty much anything that his mum had, um, which was a lot of red wine. Um, and then we got down to this pub. It wasn't quite a pub. It's more like a, a dive bar, you know, shut at four o'clock and, and, you know, sticky floors and loud music. Um, and we carried on drinking. And for some, I got to that level of drunk where I was, I needed to sleep. It was only about 10 o'clock. And I knew the pub because obviously I worked there. And I knew all of upstairs. And I went and fell asleep on one of the landings. Um, anyway, I got woken up. Um, and it was like a couple of hours later. And it was my boss. He turned around to me. And that in, in itself is embarrassing. But to tell you the truth, such a cool guy. He was just like, yeah, don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Come on. Up you get. Up you get. It's the last night, song of the night. It's time to go home. <sighs> Bloody hell, right. Okay, so I get up. And he takes me. Takes, you know, I go downstairs and like, Kind of stuff. The girls behind the bar that I knew, they're giving me water, and there's this girl there who I knew, but I kind of fancied as well. I started chatting around, and then I'm about an hour into talking to this girl, and one of the girls behind the bar come up to me and said, "You need to look in the mirror right now." At this point, I'd sobered up and started drinking, again. and she said, "You need to look in the mirror right now." So I turn around and I look in the mirror, and they have. While I was asleep upstairs on the landing, they've come up with brightly coloured highlighters and gone all across my face like a uh, like a multicoloured Rambo. I didn't even know. I didn't have a bloody clue. I couldn't get it off. I'd talked to this girl for a clean hour, and she'd sat there and, and we'd engaged in conversation. I think what and and. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this has happened. So I had to like dart off, wash my face quickly and all that kind of stuff, come back and be like, you know, so sorry. I ended up dating her for about two months afterwards. I don't quite know who was more at fault here. <laughs> she knew I was a plank and yet for huh. some reason she still stood yeah, around. Yeah, definitely her. Huh. Like, yeah, we say this with anyone who dates you. <laughs> yeah, definitely their fault. You can't help it because you're stuck in the situation. <laughs> they can see in. Oh. I think, I, think, I think one of the other things we shouldn't do is we shouldn't invite, uh, well, we shouldn't go to pubs where hypnotists are. But um, <laughs> this is less a story for me. It's more for um, the Big Daddy, isn't it? I don't think nothing wrong with it. I had a good time. Uh, right, so um, we was at this uh, this bar that, that Luke was just talking about, and um, there, was, uh, there was a hypnotist there. We, we used to, you see him around that area. Like he, he used to just pop up every now and then, didn't he? Um, I was working that night, and I knew I knew the guy. The guy, um, the, again, the guy who owned the pub was like, "We've got a hypnotist coming in. Don't accept anything from him. Don't shake his hand. Don't engage with him because he will hypnotise you into giving him free drinks for like, like he's done it before." Um, openly afterwards, he actually turns around and tells the boss, "I've had, I've been getting free drinks all night," but he that the hypnotist is that good. I'm not telling the story because I don't really know. <laughs> well, Paul I can't remember the, the lead up to it. I don't really remember the lead well, up to it. I just I, I, I don't I remember, remember that night. 
I remember being told about it. Does that uh, make sense? I, I remember Paul here and coming in with uh, with you know more friends, everyone else, and I remember some of them were girls, and a lot of them were a bit like, "Go on, you get hit." Ladies, come on, go. Me go and, and Paul like, always on. brought the ladies. If you like, um, <laughs> but I remember, um, I remember you being quite up for it because I remember you sitting there saying because you, I remember we had a conversation about it. And you turned around to me, nah, this isn't gonna, that's not gonna happen, and all this stuff. But what do, you, what do you remember? Because you went over and actually spoke to the, the guy first of all, Kieran, and he hit the time. I remember, I remember giving it lemon. I remember him being like, ah, oh, right. I remember probably giving it lemon and bigging myself up. I remember acting like Billy Big Follocks. And I remember acting even worse when Paul was like, nah, nah. Like when he tried doing uh-huh. it to Paul. Uh-huh. Um, and then, not really a lot. I don't know if that's to do with more of the, uh, the alcohol consumed at, like that night. But yeah, not a lot. Well, it's one of those ones where I remember the story. Like, I remember people telling me about it, so I know what's happened because of people telling me about it, but I don't, actually, I don't have a personal memory. Well, Paolo, why don't you tell us what happened to Kieran? Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed this night. Um, yeah, so the the, ther- uh, the therapist, fucking hell. Sorry, I'm thinking about Kieran. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to need it after this, so I <laughs> The hypnotist came in and, yeah, well known, and me and Kieran talking, I was like, you know, I... I don't know if it works. I've never, I've never experienced it or anything like that. Kieran gave it Billy big bollocks as he always does. Goes, oh, it ain't gonna fucking work. It's all bullshit. Blah blah blah. Go my, my mind over matter and all that. So it's all confidence. It's all about the confidence. <laughs> yeah. So we go over and go like, go on then, give it a try. So he tries it with me, and I uh, he tries to he puts you down and stuff like that, or he puts you into a, a trance, whatever they called and stuff like that. And um, he puts you down. You look a bit fatter, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it used to be a vet, but there's a reason he got he got let go. Um, <laughs> though, and yeah, so he's doing it, and I can I can hear in the background, I can hear Toots, or oh, sorry, Luke behind the bar, sitting there going, "Oi, oi, do this," trying to get him to encourage him to do things. Yes. So he oh, brings me up and goes, "Oh, your name's Princess." And I was like, "No, it's Paul." And he goes, "Okay, okay." So he tries it a few times, puts it back down, and he goes, "Okay, you won't be able to move your feet." So stump away that he goes oh okay so it ain't gonna work on you it's gonna take a lot longer to um to do this so i go kieran go on so kieran goes over yeah all right straight down and then um he says he puts his hand on the bar he puts his hand on the bar <laughs> and goes, that's what i thought you're not going to be able to move this so kieran wakes up looks at it and goes fine goes to pull away Nothing happens. Grabs hold of his wrist. It, the strain in Kieran's face was like, you know when you've been constipated for about three days and you are pushing as hard as you can, or in this case, pulling as hard as you can. <laughs> there, is, there is veins popping out of Kieran's head to the point where he puts his foot up on the side of the bar and still cannot remove his hand from it. Yeah. Until the guy releases so it. Funny. Well, which was worse, do you remember he fell over? He actually fell on the floor and got back up and put his hand back on the bar. Oh, yeah. after, getting, after getting his foot up on the on the bar, trying to pull back, he fell over, then got up and put it back on the bar, and he was instantly in this mode of I can't get that off. <laughs> yeah, and even after that's that, a, that's okay. a new part of the story. It's been happening. I don't remember no, being told that 
Because, Kieran, even, even to that point where you finally sat back up and you, you sort of rest your head above the bar as if to go, my God, that was knackering and I'm I'm embarrassed. And he puts your head onto it yeah. and goes, you cannot move your head now. So Kieran's now sat there with his head planted to the bar, straining again to try and remove it. Later on, so he disappears, he goes off and does a few other people uh, and uh, puts them under and makes them do things. The guy then comes back and he picks on the three people that he's put under and he makes them hump the bar. And what I mean by it, he makes them go and actually have sex with the bar. So there is one guy on top of the bar, (laughs) bursting away, bouncing up and down and going away at it. And then there is Kieran on the end of the bar, gripped with his hands fully on it, giving it his best, giving it his all, going away at the bar. And... um, I, I can't remember whether uh, now the, the problem here is I can't remember whether this is actually memory or whether this is saying we added and it's become part of a memory where it wasn't real. But you definitely had greater teeth. No, I can't like... remember. Whether, <laughs> I can't remember whether he was growling or not. No, he was. He was. No, that ain't oh, 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 oh. no, 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 no. No, this is a new thing, right? That you're just saying for coming no, from my understanding no. that there was no growling. There was nothing. There was nothing. There was a grrr no. noise. It could have been a grunt. It could have been grrr or whatever. But there was something. You, it was because I was working. Everyone. I feel like this was. was uh, if this happened nowadays, I could sue the. Uh, <laughs> you probably the could. <laughs> <laughs> you, probably, you, you probably could, but it was like 2008, so yeah, they didn't happen. Um, no one cared. <laughs> it, it was like a long, thin bar, and I was behind it with a couple of um, a couple of other people as well, and literally you were up the other end of the bar. And everyone started running down the end of the bar, just like, what the F are they doing? Because one of them is laying on top of the bar. Then there's you and another bloke who are sitting there giving it their all. And I've gone over and you've looked me dead in the eye as you're doing it. <laughs> Mate. With the gritty it, teeth going. It, it, if you're going to take one thing no. away from this experience, it's the eye contact. The eye contact <laughs> Right. But even if you have a bad guy, it was so random. You weren't even talking to the bloke. You were actually um, like in amongst all your, you know, with Paul and all the, the girls and all that kind of stuff. The guy was there talking to somebody else who was behind you, hypnotized him, hypnotized his friend, and they literally went bang, bang. Then turned around to you because he remembered you, and he went down, and then got the three of you. And we were like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" Well, I just hope that I never see that guy again. Mate, you got some explaining to do. Uh, uh, yeah, I always wondered why I did not have much success with finding a, um, uh, a winning female party at that, uh, at that particular bar. I mean, let's be honest, they saw what you had to offer. <laughs> yeah, a bit of grunting and angry faces. What's more, what more could you want? Go on, you got it. You, you've got to weigh in on this. You've got to weigh in with the, with the embarrassing story. To me? Yeah. Got to me. No. Oh, come no. on. Man. You do. You either, got, um, you either have amazing friends, which you don't because we're here, or <laughs> you're lying. By you. Um, no. <laughs> no, I don't have any. Do I working. I can, yeah. I can, I can understand with Nathan that he wouldn't have a drunk story. Um yeah. We did have a good Uber ride together, at least. That I paid for. That I paid yeah. for. 
that I paid for. Still recovering for that. If that's all you've got, then, oh, mate, you're, you're doing something right. I've, I've been in the slap wars all night. I've been like, found in the bottle of bushes. I've been falling off my hair. You see, you asked, if, you know, what could we do in order to avoid this stuff? Nathan's got all the know-how. Yeah. How no, 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 it still, ha- it still happens with Nathan. It just doesn't happen to Nathan. That's the problem. Nathan <laughs> is, is, the, is the person who stands back and watches and enjoys. Yeah. Nathan is the person who buys the extra bottle of wine and then doesn't drink it. Ah, the not drinking. That's He's what I'm I'm a feeder. I'm a feeder. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, well so so yeah, that, that was that's basically I, I still don't I don't fully agree with your uh, your version of the uh hypnotist story. <laughs> I don't agree with it, but you can have to put up with it because you don't you don't remember it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, but I don't agree with it. I think it's wrong and I, I think that uh, nothing of that sort actually happened. But Is he what my point. I think that half the issue is, and the reason why um, I don't think is Nathan's obviously kind of new to the group as well. Um, he hasn't had a chance to come out with us properly because, yeah, we were still getting embedded in things, and not just that. Well, we were all like dads and in relationships and things when we did get to know Nathan. So we've not had that. We're eighteen. We're gonna go out and get absolutely blasted with Nathan. No, but I can guarantee you that if he was there, there'd be shenanigans. Oh, yeah, I just fuck. think that it's not to do with my house again. Because, <laughs> um, just, I literally d- d- made me get rid of my bush today that you, that one of you fell into. That Wait, I was you got rid of the rosemary bone. bush? No, not the rosemary bush. I cut that in half to get rid of the broken bit. But there's a bush that's next to the uh, rosemary bush. Right. And that was just, that was gone. So I had to dig that up, cut off half my rosemary bush, all because somebody thought it'd be funny to lay down in my bushes. I didn't Actually. think it'd be funny to lay down in your bush. I, <laughs> um, I was going through sure? a very vulnerable stage. I was, I was upset. I wanted somebody to hold me, and I thought the bush could hold me. Was <laughs> that a comfortable hold that you got there? I made roast potatoes with what was coming out of my shoes the next day. <laughs> well, this is it. I've got. Um, there's been so many people knocking on my door and being like, oh, can, can I have something in a bush? And, yeah. like, I have to look around for a red light and there's still not one here. So. <laughs> Sorry, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, fuck's sake, put a blue one in. Um, but, yeah, there's, um, yeah, people knocking on the door. The other day, I was at work, somebody texted me. This guy knocked on the door and was like, um, oh, I'm waiting for my mate across the road, but they're not in. Uh, Do you mind if I take some of your, your rosemary? And she was like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm just going to sit around and wait for her. So I'm just going to have some rosemary. She's like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I guess so. He was like, can I talk to you about Jesus? <laughs> she was like, no, you can have some rosemary, but not not Jesus, please. Not today. <laughs> You're a bit of a strange area. Mm, it's really cool and chilled, but you get the you get a really weird sort of fusion of characters coming around here. Um, yeah, Nathan was still yeah. moving around to this area. He's good. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Um, one of us. 
No, 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 thank you. <laughs> Have you had that um, that moment? We had I had that moment. You know, you know, Beverly Road has the um, has sounds really awful. The Chavy family. You know, you will. Beverly Road has that 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 one family, right? And it, yeah. And I, I'm I'm trying to be as nice as I can. Everyone does that. Family. I was thinking not long ago. I was like. We don't have that around here. This nice, quiet road. We ain't got that, that family. And then, and then, I realised. So this was before Christmas. Like it was like late summer, early autumn. I was standing outside in a dirty vest with a pair of jeans and boots. Um, Zoe walked past in a leopard print, uh, leopard print coat. The kids were running around shouting. The dog was going. So I was like, Tyson, enough, right? And I was like, Oh, we're the family. The thing is, Kieran, Kieran lives down a road at the end of a call, um, kind of at the end of a, a little cul-de-sac kind of thing, but you, you're also like dead on the corner, so you're the family on the corner, or that yeah. house, it's like everyone's like, don't go near that house. The house on the corner, don't go near the house on the corner, they shout. If you kick, if you kick the ball down there, just leave it. Don't don't go down and yeah. follow it. Just just let it be. Otherwise, he'll come out. The dog will come out, and then the the woman who thinks she's Marlene from Only Fools and Horses will come out. And it'll be. Hey, a excuse me, cat's later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the closest <laughs> we've got, the closest we've got is um, down the road. There is a house that every summer, the door is always wide open. And um, you've got the gate at the end of the pathway, and they have the they have the gate closed, but they also have the door wide open, and it blares out like this old tiny music. And then outside of the house is this camper van that hasn't moved, that just sits there, and every so often he goes and sits in it, and then comes back out, and then goes and sits in his house with the music still blaring and beer kind of flowing between the area, and you're a bit like. This is weird. <laughs> you weird. Do you not want to just close the door? I know it's hot, but I don't really want to listen to your music. Your house looks weird. I feel like she's going to that house, you might get a reward like a video game. You know, when you walk yeah. past and the music changes, yeah. it's like old time music. Yeah. Um, go inside, you might get a reward. I'll go, I'll have to give it a go, but yeah, if I don't, if you don't hear from me, you know, I've been got out by yeah, what's the family from the Resident Evil game? The the Bakers. Yes, the Bakers. Yeah, yeah, I've been got out by the Bakers. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, actually, I'm going to go. Do you mind if I cut across and go to a question that I got given? Today? Well, not today, but this week. Yes, go, go for it. All right, so I've ad ablib in here because it was a uh, was quite wordy, and I can't read words. So basically. <laughs> The gist of the question was, so this, so lockdown, right, is going to be probably studied in school, which will be part of history, all that mm -hmm. shit, right? Yeah. What is going to be the weirdest part of it, looking back? So all these kids studying it in the next 1,500 years, what's going to be the weirdest part? Now, I've, because I've read this question, I've had time to think about it. So I'm going to tell my answer, right? Well, you guys think so. What's the weirdest part of lockdown? Mine is OnlyFans, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> hear me out, right? Because we've got a pandemic, pandemic, right? We've got made to stay indoors, and then next thing we know, 
everyone and their mum is filming themselves just tearing the head off it, right? Slapping it like proper going for it Jesus and Christ. posting it online and, and making money. Like, well on you. Like, I, this ain't me saying I've got anything against it. I think it's brilliant if you can do it. <laughs> Nobody would want to see me do it. I'm a very new. I'll tell you what, I was going to say, if we get, I don't know, a thousand likes on a, on a podcast or a video review or whatever, Kieran's got to set up an OnlyFans. If I thought there was any like money in it, I would have myself an OnlyFans. God, God buy us, God buy us. Right, if me, if me, just like slapping it, going knuckles up, so it's all we're not getting it. Right? We're not getting into the retail, but uh, the the real estate debate again, are we? Right, but like, but yeah, I was like, this is this is genuinely got to be the weirdest thing. I personally know three people, normal people, right, that I've spoken to, met, talked to, that have got OnlyFans accounts, right. One, I can imagine certain celebrities, okay, fair enough, or, or like, I don't understand why porn stars have it, because you could just go on another site and see their stuff for free. Um, but, you know, each their own. I know three normal people, personally, that have got OnlyFans accounts, and it's just, why is that a thing? Why is it our minds have gone to, oh, I can't leave the house, I might as well just film myself, like, tearing at it, and then see if anyone wants to watch that and give me some cash. Why do you have to put it like that? Why can you not just stand around, <laughs> just leave it, leave it lingering in the air, just for enough for people to? I, I think that's own. because that's what I would. Well, to be fair, if I made only fans account, what it would be would be me making like really intense eye contact with the camera and just <laughs> grunting just it off, slapping <laughs> it, just just slapping it off random things like slapping off the radiator and then slapping it off the table, the radiator, just staring at the camera. Give me some money. Buy me a house. I mean, in, in all honesty... <laughs> that would be my only fans account. When you said, you know, what's the one thing you'll think people will look back at and stuff like that, yeah. I, I automatically thought, you know, the likes of Matt Wentzok just um, just being, yeah. becoming celebrities when they're they're completely useless and how, how that would be judged. And then you started talking about that and I looked at my DVD... Uh, one second. Me. <laughs> And then the first DVD that I saw was Fun with Dick and Jane. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned this because I, I, I as someone who, who I knew in school who I added on Instagram, it turns out she's got one. And she wasn't, she, she wasn't attractive then and she's not attractive now. And um, yeah, so I see what you mean. That wasn't where I thought you was going to go with this, if I'm completely honest. I thought you was going to go into your usual political analysis or something I like mean- that. Not... Not That's exactly what I'm thinking. No, I'm just thinking, like, is, is that a really weird thing? Like, who would have thought that during a global pandemic, one of the first things, and it was almost straight away, that most people went to was just film themselves aggressively slapping it. <laughs> I'm going to ask this because... Can, I, I we, can we please stop going back to me because I'm running out of terms for it? <laughs> no, no, because you, you know, uh, the, way, the way you, Michael Jackson, beat it, um, the, the thing is, the way, you, the way you, you, you keep saying OnlyFans and people bashing it out. Now, I know the term OnlyFans. I've never actually been on it to know what goes on. I also didn't realise there was male ones. So I, I'm, I'm going to come back to you in here and ask, how do you know about people bashing it out on OnlyFans so much? How many accounts um, have you signed up to? 
right, one, I don't have any fans. Right? Yeah. I don't, I've, never, I've not subscribed to it. I just know that because I'm a cultured gentleman. Right? So I just know of the subject matter. Um, Kieran is and, a worldly gentleman. He's been, he's been places. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> what happens between the videos that I've seen stays between me and my postman. Right? And does not need to go anywhere else. Honestly. I, say, I, I mean, yeah, fair play. I, did, I didn't know there was male ones, and I didn't know that, yeah. Well, I'm assuming there's male ones. I've never, I've never seen. Aggressively um, pulling their meat as much as possible. I knew people were <sighs> curtain pushing as much as they could or, you know, opening the beef curtains, but I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know about the uh, male versions. <laughs> well, I'm not 100% sure the male versions. I've never <laughs> seen a male version. But, you know, I'm saying... Because I am uh, gender equal with my views, when I say like tearing head of it, I mean in a feminine way this time towards females. The females are tearing head of it. <laughs> when did we decide to do a, an hour about Euro trash? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I mean, so that, why, that's did let, why did we let Kieran in charge of an episode? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering what's the weirdest thing. Are you saying that's not the weirdest thing? Are you saying, like, if someone oh. goes to you, right, someone goes to you, like, remember during the war, right? And then everyone had to fucking, everyone always had to stay indoors because people were bombing each other. People were bombing each other, aren't they? But you know what they did? They were just tearing your head off it and, like, taking pictures and shying people. Would that not be weird what, as fuck? You see, this is what I. Because when you turn around and say, like, what's the weirdest thing, you know, teaching about in schools, or I can literally just imagine, you know, history teachers stood there, it's like, right, the great pandemic of, you know, 2020, 2021, you know, it, it was costing lockdown, Britain did this, Britain did that, blah, blah, blah. My mind went to, and the Prime Minister thought it'd be great to bring us out of lockdown twice, and then put us back into the lockdown, potentially for a third time, and God, you know, in the future, it could be he brought us out of lockdown four times, way too early. He messed us all up and all this kind of stuff. Or Matt Hancock did this, or somebody drove to Durham, or things <laughs> abided by rules. It wasn't about, you know, I can't imagine a history teacher sitting there going, and the public decided to film themselves having sex. And you're now. I can't imagine 13 year olds being taught that. Well, no, I'm just saying that's the weird thing. That's the weird thing. It's going to go through. It is a weird thing. Right, because it's only in them now, so it's going to stay there forever. You're not going to lose it. We're going to have these OnlyFans accounts forever. Right? Weird, isn't it? You do make me laugh. Just weird. Isn't it? Isn't it not weird? No, I get what you mean. Do do you know what got me the most? It still irritates me to this day is influencers. So the likes on Instagram and social media and that where you're in a lockdown and you see him like jet skiing on the top of a camel in the middle of Dubai or something like that. And you're like, what in the fuck? Is this being filmed now and stuff like that? That, that winds me the fuck up. But would you not though, if you could? If you could, would you not? Like, cause obviously they're allowed to go to those countries. It's COVID secure. It's funny. Cause I actually, um, I was in the supermarket and I, um, this lad got out of a Range Rover and I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, Bright red beanie hat, wearing a hoodie. Did you fancy him? You know, very, uh, very young. His girlfriend got out, and she was kind of, you know, good looking work kind of stuff. And I was just sat there, like, that must be an influencer. That must be some kind of like internet influencer, because there's no way on earth that you, at the age that you're at, which is definitely younger than me, 
can afford to drive that car. Mm. You know, right. it just on have the insurance seen, alone. Have you seen those kids? Like, there's that one kid, isn't it? There's that, there's that um, maybe Filipino kid um, that plays with toys. What, Ryan? Ryan? Ryan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Millionaire. I love, Millionaire. I love the fact that every parent that is listening to this right now went in, in exact unison. Oh, that cunt. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Millionaire. Well, actually, like, so Leighton, Leighton watches Toy Pals. Uh, this about this man that plays with toys. And yeah. um, I try not to judge him, even though it's a fully grown man playing with toys. But then I'm like, he gets sent these toys free, and that's cool as shit. See, I thought that I thought this, but when I used to watch Ryan, I used to think it must be really sad at Christmas. Not what, when, not when Izzy used to watch Ryan. When you used to watch Ryan. Well, yeah, I want to know what the latest toys are and why they're so good. <laughs> Play with them. Um, but yeah, I, I I remember watching him and thinking it must be so sad at Christmas because what do you get the kid that gets given everything, every toy already? You just wake up. With, the thing is, he gets given everything. What do you, what do you get? What's he going to use? It's not like he's going to have his friends around. That is true. But, like, yeah. So, do you know who annoys me the most? The most out of this, right? Who I think is the worst person to come out of COVID? Mark Wright. Like, what, the guy, guy who joined Crawley Town? Yeah, fuck him. Right? <laughs> what? But why? <laughs> <laughs> it was the only way of ethics to sit there and go, actually, I can't yeah, do yeah, no, no. I can't it's do this. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and play football, which is what I wanted to do in the first Yeah, place. because not, I'm not overly interested. overly jealous of him. He, right, because that's why fuck him, because I'm jealous. Right? Yeah, because it's not even as if he could play football at like Premier League level, he's playing at like League Two, and even then he's like super sub, not even that. He's come on and scored one goal for Crawley Town to sign for him. And it, like, is he not with Michelle Keegan? Yeah, but we, we've got to kind of sit there and go, do you know what? The guy is good at football. He's no, it's, it's, it's only because, right, there was, I, I can't remember what started this, but there was, someone said something about a similarity between me and him. And then I watched him play on, on Soccer Raid and he played my position. <laughs> And then I was just watching certain things. You, know, you you would be me if I was good looking and rich. <laughs> what, what did I just get done by? <laughs> the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, Cheers for that. The one thing you say. But it, not <laughs> got done. But I mean, I not like. Yeah, you could say that about anyone. If you look at. Say Killian Mbappe at the moment. I mean, the guy is electric. He's no, just my right. Just my right. Yeah, Everyone else is right on. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, the guy is electric. He's, he's rapid as fuck. He, he's a really good footballer. He's probably one of the best, if not the best striker in the world at the moment. And do you know what? He's only 19. And I sit there and think, so what happened in your life that got you here at 19 years old? And I was working in a pub with two other jobs at 19 years old, just trying to get by and getting drunk most of the time. Maybe that's why. Well, that's, that's probably it. That's yeah, probably I, think, I think you answered your own question there. It's that, yeah. I love the, 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 the moment of realisation there where you looked down and went, ah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just trying to buy a drink. I just didn't need to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, yeah, I know I know what you're saying, a hundred percent. But I'm just going to write it down here. What is it? But um, Mark, right? I, I was listening to talk. And now it's official. Um, after after the match, whenever West Ham win, obviously today they didn't. But whenever West Ham win, Declan Rice in the changing room plays Cotton Eye Joe. Um, Declan Rice was born in 1990, and the song came out in 1995. He wasn't even alive when the song came out, and yet for some reason it's his go-to song whenever he wins football match. Hang on, do the math. You said he yeah, was born no, in 1990. No, no, no. Sorry, 1999. Sorry, sorry. It's got around the wrong way. 1999. He was born in 1999, and the song came out in okay. 1995. So, yeah. But he wasn't even born when, when that song came out. And yet these guys are multi-millionaires. I was nine when he was born. Nine. nine. So sometimes you just have to feel like, are we just, like, are we shit? Like, are we just no. shit at being people? Like, because you've got average. people that are brilliant people. And you're like, what? But then, like, I used to use the idea, I was like, oh, well, they probably had, like, background and help and stuff. And then I'm like, no, they just, they just did that thing. Like, for instance, one of the guy I used to watch all the time was uh, Who the Pie. Mm. Right, I was just watching Man on YouTube and some of his stuff was like just proper funny. So I was just watching about that. And then I realised that how much he makes. And I realised that like he dropped out of university like to start just a random YouTube channel. I'm like, Jesus. And now he's just mega yeah. rich. There's a, um, there's a guy who I'm in, into on... Uh, who I, yeah, I've followed on YouTube and things for, for a while. And he started when he was like 19, when it was like the big thing for 19 year olds to do and he made a massive career off of it. Um, you know, he he got invited to like Nintendo's kind of um, world championships for different tournaments and things to be a presenter because he got that big. Um, and now that he's got kids and a wife and all that kind of stuff, he actually wants to step away from it because he wants to be, he, you know, he, he actually put out a blog basically saying like I want to grow up I don't just want to sit here and play video games for the rest of my life I want to earn a living it doesn't just involve me doing you know playing video games for the rest of my life and then they put a blog like a blog a couple of weeks later just like I can't because if I do I don't earn as much money as what I do now and that's bonkers to me just to sit there and play video games yeah we had, we had a friend like that um yeah, <laughs> it's difficult, ain't it? It is difficult. I mean, if you look at some people, they, they have breaks or they had certain influences mm. and things on those lines. You know, it's it's very much of, of networking with everything. You know, nobody, mm. nobody says that they grifted right from the bottom, right to the top by themselves. They had to grift yeah, but people people have to network no, no. their way. Grifted and grafted. You said grifted. It doesn't matter. It's potatoes, potatoes, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, but yeah, people um, people you know have had to network their way up. You have to know someone or something to get that chance or that responsibility. That's that's as simple as it is, really. It's a bit like that in any job, though. I mean, like even with you, you guys, you know, you guys at TFL or whatever you. You may not have be the one who's on like the newsletters or the you know all that kind of stuff. Your manager, who you know you're quite friendly with, or another manager you're quite friendly with, might turn around and just be like, 
hey, there's this position open. You know, there's an opportunity for you to go and be a train driver, or there's an opportunity for you to switch to this line, or there's an opportunity for you to go and do this. It's you know, a bit similar in, in my job as well, where it's like uh, my my boss always turns around to me, he's like, I know what it's like, I used to be a driver. And then one day, you know, I just turn around and said, I don't really want to be a driver anymore, or I want, I want to work in the office. And the guy that I was working with was like, hey, we've got this opportunity for that. Because uh-huh. he knew the bloke in the first place. You know, I mean, it's, it's always, like you said, the networking side of things. It's who you meet, not, you know, what hey, you... What yeah, you know. it, it, it's, it's, it's who you know and um, and mm. not what you know. Yeah, that's, a, that's, the, that's the saying. That's the old, um, mm. the old saying. Yeah. It's who you know, not what you know. And I think that is a beautiful little segue on to the next point I have, which is... Uh, which is dadisms. What's that? Dadisms, pattern pending dadisms, right? Now, dadisms is um, is sayings that were you got sort of told when you was a kid. Dadisms. So, like I said, beautifully led on from it's it's uh, you know what, not what you know, to uh, to this uh, thing. So, yeah, it's, it's things that you got told as a kid that you've then found yourself saying <laughs> as a parent. Right. Now I remember. Right. So when I was when I was young, when I was um, when I was young, my mum's favourite saying to to me or my brother was, "Well, you seem to be the common denominator." Like, so we'd get we'd come home and um, I might be like, "So right, what, what happened?" And I'd say, "Oh, this happened at school, or this teacher was this, or this happened as well, and this happened." Well, I goes, "Well, the common denominator then is you, isn't it? Because you're arguing with all these people." I right, used to get me that every time, right? Because there'd be like two or three issues. So, like, I might have a problem with one kid, a teacher, and I'd have an argument with my mum. She's like, "Well, the common denominator is you, isn't it?" They hear it. I'm like, oh, fuck. She's right. <laughs> right. And then I remember, I remember being about sixteen, and she was talking to me, and she was saying about these different issues. Like, quick as flash, like, "Well, mum, it seems the common denominator is you, isn't it?" Right. Bow. Got her. Like proper got her. Best moment of my life. Up that Back point. In the frying pan. <laughs> I was like, "Sweet, got you what you told me." And then the other day, I was um, talking to uh, to Braddon, like my, my oldest, and he was he had an argument with me, and he was had arguments with Zoe, and he was like not doing his school work, and he said bad attitude. I I only went to use that saying, mm-hmm. and halfway through that saying, I was like, "Who am I?" Like, cause I used to hate that. <laughs> I, you, but you're halfway through it. You're like, I've committed now. I can't stop. Yeah, I've got to finish it. I've got to finish it. Otherwise, I've, I've lost face to him. So he's got to, so he'll never know. But I'm like, who the hell am I? I remember growing up, like, oh. my mum would say certain things and I'd be like, all right, idiot. And then now I'm saying it. I'm like, oh, God. Am I the idiot now or was I the idiot then? Like, another one was, uh, what was it? I was speaking to Zoe about it. And she was like, um, her dad used to always say, Oh, uh, if, if, if you're cold, put on a jumper. But don't turn the heat on. If you're cold, put on a bloody jumper. Right? And she told me that the other day. I'm like, no. I pay for it. I'm putting heat on. Like, I want my radio on. Yes. Little, <laughs> Just look at like, you. No. <laughs> no. So, so yeah, that, that is my question. What is uh, a dadism, pattern pending, that word, a dadism that you uh, you have heard and you, or that you've used? 
so I got a little one with uh, <laughs> yeah, that is sharp. That's all I meant to say. Right. Okay. There's one Be more confident in yourself. I'm trying to I try to think of it. So there's one that my dad used to use when we were play fighting. And um my dad had loads of them. I still think of oh yeah, I can when when you bring it up, they all go out your head. One seems to stick in, in your mind. And it was when we were play fighting. Yeah, he used to sort of like beat us up or whatever. Or, yeah, and he'd always be sort of left at the end of it, just kind of like stood out, stood over you, just like, listen, when you're big enough, I'll be too old. Uh, and the other day, I was sitting there playing, playing, you know, play fighting and all that kind of stuff with, with my kid. And again, I did. I was like, when you're big enough, take me, I will be too old. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh dear! <laughs> Another mm. one. Uh, Just—it's always the God. I'm disappointed with you. I've been—I've been working as well on the stare, dad's stare, because my dad had a stare that he wouldn't have to use words. So if I, so if I did something wrong, he would stare at me as if to say, "I'm gonna take the soul out of you right now. Just right now, I'm gonna take that, and I'm trying to work on it." But my son just looks at me as to say, "Don't." I'm still trying to get that just a little bit. He, he sits there and looks at me and just says, What's your problem? What did I do? <laughs> you, you, shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't wish for that because it got to the point where, uh, with, with my daughter, if I say her name, she cries. <laughs> so like, she could be told off, be told off because she's been naughty. And then I walk in the room and be like, Ava. And then she'll run over and put her face to the sofa and start crying. I'm like, and then I lose all my peaks and I'm like, oh no, let me hug you. <laughs> let me make everything better because you shouldn't be crying. Have you used any of your little ones? No. Um, I don't really have any states like that. Like, obviously, I feel like the common ones like, I can take that fire away quicker than you've got it. Um, <laughs> if you can't say that, sounds, can't... that sounds really like on, on the most, I can take that toy away quicker than what you've got it. Oh yeah, if if you can't share, but you can tell us about everything else you do at nursery, then it doesn't make no sense. What is it that? It doesn't make no sense. What is that? Why can they share at nursery yet when you bring them into a social situation that's around family? It's like that's it, this is mine. You can go away. I have no idea, mate. That is, yeah, that is one of the main struggles. He hasn't even got. He's not even got siblings. You say, you know, second to your cousins or whatever, and it's all stuff that's fine. Like you, like we were saying the other the other day with um with Ava, uh, Kieran and and Leighton. Leighton drops his toy, and Ava's sitting there going, "That's fine." Not even that's her. My <laughs> dinosaur. No, it's not. She does it. Does it just wind him up? That's my dinosaur. He's yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, you yeah. Like so, her new thing. She don't do that. What she does is as soon as like. She bullies the older two. Bear in mind, one of them's coming up to nine, and she bullies him. Um, if he puts something down, he picks it up and puts it away. He puts it away, and like without him noticing, and he's like, "Where's my shit?" And she's like, then like we have to be like, "He's, he's probably putting it away, mate." <laughs> he is. You know, they say, um, "Like, ah, oh, mate, you guys don't know this because you've only got one." Like, ah, oh, having a boy and a girl, you realise that they grow up so differently. Mm-hmm. 
and girls, I'm not sure if it's just mine that's mental, but girls are so much smarter than little boys. And I yep. like to think my little boys are smart, but she's just, she's a different level. She's maniacal. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the way she, she acts around it, yeah, she came in today um, and then the two boys are playing. She's like, boys, what are you doing? And um, they weren't listening to her. So she stood there, stabbed her foot and goes, boys, what are you doing? <laughs> She's two, man. She's like that big. Put her in your pocket. She's watching Zoe. She's been watching Zoe do that. Yeah. That's it. Zoe all the time walks in. Boys, I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah that's brilliant i think one of the one of the dadisms that i i caught uh myself the other day was izzy was talking about what she wants to do in terms of um like our school so she's saying that she wants to do football she wants to carry on doing performing arts she wants to do martial arts she wants to play <laughs> piano she wants to play keyboard and i was like, like right you get you you know i can't flush money everywhere and stuff like that you're going to have to pick one thing that you do outside and one thing that I can teach you and stuff like that. So things like football, uh, piano or, or a guitar and things like that, we can learn slowly or you can learn online. There'd be, there'd be quick and easy ways to do it. And then I remember my you dad... You football well, online? No. Are you going wrong if five aside? <laughs> so where, where, you know <laughs> where I can, either I can teach you or you can learn online. It wasn't both for either, every single one. Um, it's a case of, you know, where um, I remember my dad saying, um, keep all your doors open. And it was literally the line he always said. And it really confused me as a kid. And I was like, well, I can only go through one door and stuff like that. And he was like, no, always keep all your doors open. So his whole thing was when you got accepted for a job or you got or, or anything yeah. like that, always look at all the opportunities around you before you go and decide which one. Don't just walk through the first door you find and stuff like that. And I found myself saying it to her where I went, you know, keep all, keep all your options open. Don't just pick that because it's the first thing I've said or it's the first thing that's jumped to mind instantly and stuff like that. Pick what you actually want to. And that's quite the one that got me. It was, yeah, yeah keep, keep all your doors open. It used to drive me fucking insane because I just wanted to do something. Just don't make me sit Dad, there. What do, you, what, what do you mean? You keep telling me to keep my doors open, but then you're moaning about the heating bill. <laughs> yeah, my dad was one of those ones that had that had an alarm on the thermostat as well. If you touched it above twenty or anything like that, he would be down the stairs going, "What's that noise? What's going on?" <laughs> I can imagine your dad doing that, just like not even flying down the stairs, or just poking his head around the corner, just like yeah, just the, stairs, the stairs just say hello. <laughs> Who's touching that? Which one are you touching that? I, it's funny you mentioned about like, sports clubs and things. I do remember my mum sitting around saying that um, I had an outfit for everything because of the amount of sports clubs or other clubs that I wanted to go and do. So, like, you know, if I wanted to go and do martial arts, she'd have to go and buy the outfit. Or if I wanted to go and do you know, football, it'd be like, get that on. Or, you know, rugby would be a different shirt kind of thing. And, all that. and she was like, your wardrobe is just full of all these different... I spent so much money and you drop it after that and you just don't pick it up again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I'd like. Sorry, while you were speaking, I just thought of another one, right? and I'm, I'm sure we've all heard this or said this, right? Mm. I myself have heard it and said it. Is nothing sacred in this house? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Not no. Not but I've heard something similar. Well, just no, just Nathan. No. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no, we've grown up into this. Is this, is this, 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 this 
This must be a West London thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that Nathan would know what to do if he did have any free time to himself, but wasn't invaded by other other people around in his house. I'm pretty certain he'd be sat there, just like, do what I like. (laughs) (laughs) I go, what's up? Oh wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The one that gets me now is it's what not one I've used yet. But um, I, I can tell I'm going to end up using it because me and my brother take the piss out of it so much. Is I don't know if anyone else had it as well. Is during Christmas you'd all have the family get together and everyone would be enjoying themselves and all having fun. And then that after after the Christmas dinner, the first argument or the first debate or the first thing that you disagree with, my mum would walk past and go, "Well, Christmas is fucking over then, isn't it?" And walk out the room. <laughs> Every goddamn time. What? So anytime it comes up to Christmas now, or there's an argument, me and my brother will always say to each other, "Well, Christmas is fucking over." Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's Christmas or dinner or anything. It's just a repeating line. But I can tell it's coming. I used to get, I used to get one on Sundays where it would be like Sunday race with the family and everything else. Where it would be, you know, somebody would swear, and all of a sudden my mum would be like, "It's a Sunday." <laughs> You're not even religious. You're not even religious. You don't go to church. You're not cruel. You, know, you don't follow any religion whatsoever. This is Sunday. Can we not have one day? You know, like, okay, mum. See, looking back at it, my mum used to just say, um, like, it'd be over her birthday and Mother's Day saying things. Obviously, like, it's me and my brother. We, we weren't the easiest kids. And then as the girls come along, they, they weren't easy either. And she would just, throughout the years, just get worse and worse. She'd be like, can I not even just have one day? And start off like yeah. quite aggressive when she first yeah. said it. It was like, could not even just have one day. By the end, it was like she was begging us. She was like, please, <laughs> can I not just have one day? Like, nah. Remember, I, you know, the first time, the first time me and me and Luke met you, I remember was your I'm gonna say seventeenth, maybe. Uh, it would. I don't think he was eighteen yet, and um, it may have been. Yeah, even I remember. I, uh, I, I you were the yeah, <laughs> you had a house party, and obviously there was quite there's quite a few people there. There was about twenty, maybe thirty people there. Nice to meet you that night, Luke. Nice <laughs> to meet you that night, Luke. And um, the the very first thing I saw I saw about your mum was obviously things happen at a, a house party. Yeah. And obviously... right, Doc, I just before you go on, I've just found out this week that she actually listens to this. Right? Oh, that's okay. good. Yeah, I've just found out that oh. she listens to this. Right? Hi, Karen's mum. Hi, yeah, my dad. Don't tell to her. This, is, this, yeah, isn't don't bad, tell her. this isn't a bad story. <laughs> I'm, I'm shit scared of your mum. I'm not, I'm not going to insult her. I was um, say, I yeah, like, got, nobody nobody would dare insult her on here. No, unlike Tux's mum, who is a saint. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the very first time I saw your mum was she, she burst through the front room door and she went, Fucking hell, I knew I was going to complain about something, but why is the dog wearing a coat? And it always stuck with me, that line of, you know, the very first time you meet someone, they're going, for fuck's sake, why is the dog wearing a coat? And it always stuck with me, I don't know why. Probably because we don't know why the dog was wearing a coat. I don't know why the dog was wearing a coat, but it was. I don't know why the dog was wearing a coat, and he had a tiara on as well. I remember that, I remember the tiara on. Yeah, that was a weird night. Yeah, it was a weird night. Um, I'm confirmed. I remember. 
I remember vaguely because I think when you get to an age, a certain age where you have grandkids and things like that, your dadisms change to become granddadisms. Mate, I can't, always... like, I'm... Sorry. So I was just going to say, I can't wait to be a granddad. Cause I there's can't often... There's a difference between being a dad and being a granddad. Now, I love being a dad because my, I love my kids, man. They're cool as fuck, right? But being a granddad is... You get to do more fun things and then give them back and not have to yeah. worry about what you get. I mean, yeah, sorry yeah. to cut across you. I know, no, I was gonna say, I mean, I remember, yeah, the fun things and, and um, you know, back in 1999, well, I was on holiday in you know, Manzarotti when the, the, uh, the Champions League was on, when Man United got final, and, and my granddad bought me my first ever uh, football top, but that's, that's something that will always stick to. You know, he bought me the first ever football top and we went to a, a pub and I stayed up until like midnight to watch the match and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that he always used to say, going back to Brandon, is, I have no idea why he used to say this. He used to say a lot of weird and wonderful shit. But one of them was, if you ever had a roast and there were carrots on the roast, Sunday, by the way, he used to turn around and go, oh, not carrots. Carrots are a Monday vegetable. <laughs> you sat there like, where where did that come from? That literally came out of nowhere. It doesn't even make sense. Just he's a weird a little shit that you can say. Well, he's got a point. Yeah, carrots. <laughs> I always thought carrots were something. I quite like I always... carrots. I mean, yeah. I, I got a roast tomorrow. Going, and I can't wait to have my carrot. But yeah, carrots. Sorry, you say you have got a roast tomorrow? Oh, it's, it's Saturday today, ain't it? Sorry, I yeah, thought it was yeah, it's Sunday. Tomorrow. Sunday tomorrow, perfect day for roast. Can't not get really, I get really annoyed when it's a Sunday. I don't get a roast because I'm at work or something. Just don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I love the but, I love the little, the little nuances that get you in life where. I get really, I get really angry if I don't get my roast on a Sunday. Like, there's, there's yeah. you know, fucking the front room could set fire and Kieran would be like, ah, oh, fuck it, that's fine, we'll pay for it. But no, he doesn't get a roast on a Sunday and that's that's it, it's the end of the world. And to be fair, though, it used to be a Wednesday and a Sunday. I cut it down to a roast in a week. I used to have two roasts a week. I went from being like 20 year old, 21 year old, like Hellraiser, doing whatever I want to. Um, by the time I hit 29, being 50, I'd just be like, oh, I just want my rose from the cup of tea. You know what? I, I completely agree with you because I remember that where we've talked about stories about you dry humping a, a bar and stuff like that is that the some of the last times we were, <laughs> some of the last times we were down the pub where it was just me and you, we have sat there and gone, do you know what? I cannot wait to go home and get in the bath and have a cup of tea in that bath. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like to the point where I had a bath day, and like because my legs were sore because I was doing the garden, right? Also, amazing, got to for the first time this year, got to go out and do the garden. Who would have thought that was a mad, massive thing? I was so like happy to be like, oh, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it's it. Still technically February as well. It was I mean, spring, there was sunshine. I saw sun, I, know. I saw it. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not saying that, I'm just saying, like, like bro, yeah, when spring. you look at when you look at a calendar, technically we're still in winter. That's mental. 
Nah, it's pretty dumb, I'm not sure. Well, I think, I think we're going to end it here, but I just, if you guys will allow me, I want just a couple of minutes to just talk about it. Talk about what? Right. Just talk about something, right? Don't, don't interrupt. Just, I just want to, do you want to talk? No, 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 like chatting, like back and forth, just me. <laughs> right? Yeah, I just like, I just want to talk about something just quickly before we go. Okay. okay. Karen has feelings, guys. Jesus. It's not feelings, but you know what it was? I was, I was, I've been, I've been seeing about this last week. and I've been um, doing a lot of research with the, um, with, with, with Calm, you know, campaign against living music. You know, and we just not too long had the um, hashtag um, it's okay not to be okay. We had the uh, man up, speak up. We had the, all these different hashtags and we had all these different things. Then we had this conversation we had today, us four, about um, real estate buying houses. And like it could have easily turned into, thank it didn't need to be because of the stress behind it. And it made me sort of open my eyes and think and put two and two together, right? So this is what I've sort of come up to. Like, it's weird to think that 76% of all suicides is male. It's weird to think that today, on average, 12 people, 12 men have committed suicide. Tomorrow, 12 men will commit suicide. Right, and we would look, if you look at it in a fiscal point away as well, like each suicide cost the taxpayer $1.8 million. And it, it's just insane. And what I don't understand is we all know these facts. We've all discussed it on this podcast. We've tweeted about it. Lots of people have shared it. But nothing has changed. We, we, we use the campaigns, we use the hashtags, we use the, it's okay not to be okay, speak up, man up, whatever. But nothing's changing. These things are still going on. And it sort of just made me think about these parts in which we're living. So growing up as a kid, you get taught these ways you have to be as a man. As a man, you have to buy a house, you have to get married, you have to look after your kids, you have to do all this. But we live in a society where that's not applicable. The conversation we was having today about house price and stuff, and, and I think that is a huge reason. And looking at the surveys that come have done, that men are feeling this way. We get taught and brought up to be a certain way, but we live in a situation, an environment, a society where you can't adhere to those considered social norms as dad and as a man, and. I think what Karma's trying to do lately and what I think we should do, which I think we've been doing with this podcast, which is fantastic, and other people are doing, is we need to work out a way of communicating with each other to stop this from happening, to stop people from getting to the point where they get so sort of worked up with little ways of life that they get to the point where they don't want to carry on anymore, if that makes sense. And this might just be a little like two on our two other our own horn for a well done to the people that we follow. But that's what I like and that's what I think Instagram and, and the people we are following and that we speak about and calmly especially doing 
is it's helping to change like toxic masculinity to just masculinity and we work out what masculinity is and how we can go forward. Does that make sense to everyone? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. That's the whole reason why we started this really, wasn't it? Just to, for, for men to turn around and actually to say, hey, I have a problem. Yeah. And I know you're my friend, so I need your help. And it's okay for me to turn around and, and be able to project. Yeah, I think, I think uh, that's why we started this. And, and that's all, just the message I want to leave it on is like, you know, we need, and this is obviously why we're doing this now, people are doing this, we need to just be able to talk. And I'm not just, I'm not just focused on men, but for us, particularly being dads, you know, we need to focus and be able to talk as men and the issues that dads get. And you know what? It's, it, it, it can be difficult being the dad and being a man that you got told you have to be in in this sort of in this world, you know you can't really do it, can you? Mm. So we need to have that space in which we can just let our stuff out. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think you're definitely right. I think it's really it's it's been really difficult um, recently for for certain people. I mean, look, things were were bad enough before COVID hit and before everything hit. We we started the podcast and one of the ways we, we did this podcast is we always said we wanted to sound like guys down the pub down the pub having a drink mm-hmm. and talking about things. But it's almost you're 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 putting men into that environment that they're used to and then removing the conversation of football and everything like that outside and bringing in mm-hmm. mental health, which is um what what we mainly aimed at things like this. I think if you look back at the uh, the statistics, like you're saying, um, uh, twelve men a day and things like that, it's 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 you know it's beyond words in terms of how much people are suffering, especially at the moment. I think one of the things that if you look back on the history, twenty, I think it's thirty percent or twenty eight, twenty eight to thirty percent of men when they go to mental health clinics or they go to seek help are diagnosed with severe depression, and I emphasise the word on severe. Whereas for women, it's only fourteen percent, and the reason that there's such a this that it's almost twice as much for men, or slightly more, is because women will talk earlier, men will talk later when it comes to it. So they will go past the point of depression where where women have started to speak to one another and speak to others and seek help, whereas men will carry on all that way because we're always taught, like we said, um, don't uh, don't man up, speak up things like that men are always pushed beyond that limit because the, the way we're brought up is you look at even if you take uh, a slightly outside mental health thing if you look at footballers if you look at Cristiano Ronaldo or something like that receiving a tap and hitting the floor and rolling round or Neymar or anything like that they will always refer you back to the Vinnie Joneses and stuff like that they will say look at Leeds Chelsea and stuff like that where they, they used to kick the crap out of each other and they get back up and square up and that was it they go, oh, yeah, they're going, they're not built like they used to be and all that. And it really puts a downer on how people feel because times are tougher. Time, but things are really much more restricted and really much more difficult. You know, so, as well, yeah, like, really thing I worked out and I found out whilst doing this research for, um, with, with, with Karma, I was thinking some guy in there. This is the first generation, like our generation, it's the first generation now is financially worse off than our previous. Yeah, Every other so. generation has been has been better off, and this is the first one that's like we're worse off. 
and, and it doesn't want to seem like a whinging, but like it, it's very difficult to do what you you're meant like you're meant to do what you got told you're meant to do in this sort of environment where you can't it wasn't possible. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to like just I just thought we'd slip that in at the end of a quite juvenile podcast as just a way of saying thank you to you three. Speaking of which, and can I can I can I leave us on the note? Thank you to people listening to us. Do you want to see how happy the you again. So happy to be here. And if you didn't understand that joke, if you're listening to us on Spotify, then you have to go to YouTube and see our pretty little faces. And why wouldn't you? You can hear it. Right, so to sign off, Paul, where can they find us since you got it right last week and the rest oh, of us thanks. got it wrong? <laughs> I see how it is. So you Paul can find us on... Media, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can find us on, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and I believe on Facebook, I believe that's up and running, at Dadnamic, which is D-A-D-N-A-M-I-C. And you can email us any questions or any thoughts or anything you'd like us to discuss at dadnamic at gmail.com. That's dadnamic at gmail.com. Not quite available on YouTube. Oh, yes, and we're on YouTube as well. Oh, yes, and we're right. on YouTube. Come here. <laughs> yeah, the SeaWorld ones is, is like, oh, which one's prettiest? Judge us. <laughs> Vote which one's prettiest. Thanks, Kieran. Yeah, that, yeah. that I know what happens there. If you share the poll with Zoe and then you come back with the results and be like, well, it's obviously me. 100% me. It's just like, I just got 100% of the vote. Sorry, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to make her only fans again. <laughs> can you, you can do a couple ones, can't you, apparently? I don't want to do a couple ones. Just me slapping off random things. Look at the camera. Hey, guys, look at this cat. Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> on <Bye>. that note <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for another one goodbye